Happy hump day, everyone. It's Wednesday, and today we are again at our Bible reading podcast, and we are Pam Dreyer, Kylie Howard, Kylie Howard, and we are just doing these really funny questions today, and I'm asking Kylie, how many pillows do you sleep with at night? So we kind of discussed this a little bit, <laughs> and I counted my pillows, and I sleep with, I sleep on one pillow. But then I have three behind me, and then I have four to my <laughs> it'll be left side. So we're at a total of eight pillows then. And then I have a body pillow. That's like a really long pillow. And then I have like a little cherish type pillow. So it has like a back to it and like two little armrests. Um, so that's, that puts oh me at 10. Word. And then I have two decorative pillows that are always in my bed so basically 12 pillows how do you sleep with how big is your bed it's just a queen size oh my gosh i just love to be fully (laughs) encapsulated in my pillows basically (laughs) because then if you go into the blankets i have at least seven blankets on my bed i i just make myself a little nest like i just nestle in my bed yeah i basically disappear it's like you're in the womb again yeah. When you were a baby. I do. Yeah. I love that feeling. Love that it's feel. so crazy. <laughs> that, I think that's, I've never heard of anybody have that many pillows in their bed. I, I will say I'm a little extreme. Yes, you are. I have four, two, two that, um, yeah, my, two that I sleep on. Yep. The other two are for, yeah, but yeah, 12 is. I feel like four is a normal number, but I'm a I little only abnormal. Have like one blanket and a cup and then a comforter. So. Yeah, I definitely got a comforter. <laughs> I got a sheet. I got the middle blanket in between Do it all. Do you make your bed every day? Oh, no. no. Oh, oh it's it has say, to stay messy because work. it has to stay messy because otherwise you can't nestle in. Oh, right. So that's my, that's, that's my excuse for not making right. my bed every morning, right. which mom might be a little mad about. Yeah. But I say whatever. It makes fine. sense. It makes sense. I wouldn't want to make that bed either. Holy crap. It takes too much time. Wow. <laughs> so that's interesting. That's one thing we now know about Kylie that we did not know before. That so, is true. Yes. Yeah, so today we are going to be reading from Genesis 3. And um, Kylie said that this was like one of her favorite passages. Um, so we'll talk about that after we read it, but um, would you like to read that for us? Sure. Since it's your fav- one of your favorites. One of my favorites, yeah. for sure. Great. Then the man and his wife heard from the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly, and you will eat dust in all all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. Great. That is quite the passage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about this passage do you like or what? Like you said you liked something about this. Like I, was going, <laughs> I don't really like anything about this passage because it just makes me sad. It makes me angry that they did this. But you like it. And why? 
I like it because it's very harsh and blunt and straight to the point. And I think that just reveals like how God is not the beater on the bush type of God. Yes. He is not afraid to, to an extent punish. Right. He's, he's not afraid to do that. But I also think it was really, really revealing and it was a really tactful passage in revealing the human flaws that we have mm-hmm. because God let Adam and Eve tell him that they were naked and what they had done. Yes. Um, and we all know that like God had already known, right? Like that was definitely like he had already known that. Mm-hmm. And, but he let Adam and Eve just basically put a knife in themselves right. type of thing. Like right. right. he let Adam and Eve just tell God, yes. even though God had already known, yes. God had already yes. known. It was very clear. God yes. had already known, but rather than God just telling them and saying, that is not okay. Mm-hmm. He said, now you need to tell me what mm-hmm. you did and why you did this yes. wrong. And yes. Um, yes, I think that is very tactful and revealing the human flaws. Yes. Of- yes. And I think it's actually a good thing to do God, like you said, God could have said, this is what you did, but for them to actually admit to doing that. Yeah. I mean, cause we, you hide, like it's their hiding, you hide your sins or you, you don't talk about them. Then it just stays in the dark Yeah. because they told them what he did. They did. I think that that was, they, God want, that's what they needed to do. Yeah. I was hoping that that's what they would do. But I also love that he came around yet was walking with them like he always he was walking in the garden like he had before it wasn't yep. like he t- turned his back on them and he was gone because of what they'd done so that's, yeah yeah so what else you got out of that i think it just shows that like he's present mm-hmm. like he's just there mm-hmm. like yeah as you said he could have turned away he could have said oh sorry like people are terrible yep and, yep. yep i um, knew it <laughs> like yep what yes. are these people doing type of thing like yes, yes. he could have done that but i think it just like it just even further shows his justice mm-hmm. system that he has mm-hmm. um, kind of like no one gets away with murder without some sort of punishment. Like yeah. they're not getting it. They're, they're not just let off the hook. Right. right. Um, which I think is right. It, it's kind of to an extent. It's like, oh, I wish you would just be able to get off the hook. But I think that it takes a real person to also live out this faith and mm-hmm. um, to relate that to this passage. It You're not just going to be given all the you're not just gonna right. have everything you handed go to you willy-nilly do whatever you want to do right it's not how god right works. so i think it's just very cool that it just shows that god is forgiving but yet mm-hmm. he's not afraid yes to yes have some Reveal sort of those things in your life yeah exactly yes so. so i thought what do you like then they play the blame game <laughs> the woman adam says the woman you gave me Gave made me eat this fruit, and then the woman goes, "Well, the serpent was the one that deceived me." You know, it's like, okay, the blame game does not work, but we constantly do that, right? Right? Don't you do that with your sisters? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't put nail polish on the carpet. That wasn't me. That was Kennedy. Something <laughs> like that. We've done doing it. It's definitely been done before. Whoops, yes. sorry, mom. Yes, but um, yes. So it just kind of made me laugh. That's that's people are still going to play that. People will play the the, the blame game. They're not going to want to. Yeah. Not going to own up. It's hard to own up to your. Hard own, to own up to your own mistakes. It is. Yep. It is. Especially when it's a choice you could have prevented. Exactly. 
Yes. So, yes. Yes. And what about like, there's a question that they wanted to ask, like, what is this, what does this point to Jesus? What do you see? Do you see that in this passage? I think so. What I had written down is that like, like, I don't know, kind of relating back to God, I guess, but like his plans are like, they mean well, even when they're not desirable. And like, there's mm. obviously some good that comes out of this. Like, yeah, he sends his one and only son to yes. save us. Yes. So yes. For, so like this was, we got what, three chapters into Genesis, right. like three chapters into the yeah, Bible not and too far. there's yeah. already sin. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Yes. So I think for Je like for Jesus to just come down and just like mm -hmm. yeah save us, yes. I think that just shows his kindness and forgiveness. Yes, and exactly. I know I love that last last part of verse 15. He will crush your head talking to the serpent and you yep. will strike his heel. It's like Jesus' crucifixion, that's resurrection. He that's what happened when he did that. You yep. know, and end all, end all, Jesus, even through this whole whatever happened, Jesus was gonna be doing that, and at the end, sin will be just gone yep he'll crush it it's it's gone so i just think that was really cool how that's how that spun toward that um what else um like i had written down like like we talked about he was still walking with them he just desires to have fellowship with us even yeah. if we're not doing we're not we're not good we're never you know we're never going to be enough but he still desires to have that yeah. relationship and wants to be that relationship with us and it's just very apparent in this passage, you know, mm -hmm. even though they did exactly what he told them not to do, he was still in the garden with them and wanted to talk about it. So I love that when I think about my own life, it doesn't matter how, what I've screwed up. God still wants that relationship with me and it's what, and he was going to call me out on things, but he's also willing to forgive me for those things. Yeah. And I think one thing that just popped in my mm -hmm. brain was like his his own people in this. So if we say it as in like an army, like his army, like they said, sorry, not anymore. Like they turned against him. Mm -hmm. But to the Lord, like this wasn't the end all be all. Right. Like right. he was more of you win some, you lose some, but ultimately I win. Yes. Type of thing. Exactly. So I think. It just, it's just cool to see, like, he doesn't just give up on us right away. I know. So like, good. we are, we so oftenly sin and mm -hmm. we so often, but he's not just going to turn us to the wolves. Right. Right. Like, if you think of the devil as a wolf, right. he's not just going to say, throw his hands up and say, oh, here you go. Fend for yourself. Right. He's not that type of God. So right. I just, I think that's very cool that he's very. Yes. Loving, know, forgiving, kind, humble, mm -hmm. everything. Yes. Yes. I love that too. And yes, he's always going to be there. Yeah. Yes. But I don't like, I don't like what, Ad, what Adam and Eve did. <laughs> no. I don't like that they messed up because they messed up a lot. Like sin came into the world and yeah. it's been a mess since. I mean, you look at the world now, but it's been that, it's been like this for a long time. Yeah. So, and, and, um, Man, they lived in the perfect. It was it was perfect. Everything yeah. was perfect. But that's coming again when Jesus comes back. So this earth, earth now is not our home. It's not our place. 
it's yep. going to be once again like like it was when Adam and Eve were living in, in there. So in the Garden of for sure. Eden. So that's something to look forward to. So yeah. So I don't know. Is there anything else that popped up in your head? Is there anything you were going to respond to that? Any stories? Um, I just have on here always ask for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Um, we know that if we ask for it, it is granted. Yes. Um, but I, and I found frequently that I am slow to ask for forgiveness because I have a sense of guilt or oh, I have a sense of like shame and yes. yeah. And again, that's just basically kind of like a snowball effect of mm -hmm. sin. Like you mm -hmm. do one thing and then you just feel that shame, that sin, that yep. defeat. Yep. Um, yep. But really the, how forgiving the Lord is. Yeah. And to remember that. Yeah. That what I think, like I'm always like at the end of the day, like I don't even really sometimes realize what I all do during the day. That's not, oh, yeah. you know, what God doesn't <laughs> want me to do. So I think for me, it was just more like, just be aware that, times that you actually I'm not going to be murdering somebody but there's things I might have thought in my head or might have right. said in my words that um, I need to be asking for forgiveness for and God's just really waiting for me to do that so that he can do a new work in me so yeah. I think just to ask for that repent of that and then he can start doing a new work so that's where I need to be aware of those um, like they had something in where I read and made my footnotes these attractive temptations you know, like that tree yeah. looked really good and Satan made that look really good for them. It's like there's a lot of attractive temptations out there. I need to be aware of them and um, walk away from them or ask if I do step into them. Yeah. Ask for forgiveness. for them. Exactly. So, yeah. So I don't know where your listeners are, but if you've got something in your life, maybe that you just feel too much guilt for, too much shame for God's really. I mean, look what Adam and Eve did. They broke a huge rule. Um, but he forgave them and was willing to walk with them and still be in their life. So, and that's what Jesus wants to do for you. So take your day and um, just be blessed and be knowing that God, um, that God's there for you and he's ready to um, forgive you for the things you've done wrong and wanting to just um, help you change. So on that, let's do the little, um, may God bless okay. you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and smile to you. May he show his favor toward you and give you his peace. Talk to you soon. Bye.